What is happening, everyone? Uh, big night here for college football fans around the country. I, I, I love it. I never get tired of this. Uh, the playoff rankings just came out the whole entire top 25. And I got my man, uh, Rob Cruz from Football and Chill Podcast, part of the Off the Ball Network, to join me tonight. And we're going to give you our reactions to the top 25, what they got right, what they got wrong. Uh, pass to the playoffs. I do my own, you know, top 10 every week, and I'll kind of get into that and explain how I do mine compared to theirs. Um, basically, mine is not worried about TV ratings is the biggest difference you'll see. So, um, Rob, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, Jeff. How are you? Good. I know that's a loaded question, man. You've been dealing with some stuff, but I'm, I'm glad to be on with you tonight, man. Me and you have never got to do a solo show, so this is really fantastic. Right, we haven't. It's going to um, be you know, fun. Yeah, first of all, everybody, yeah, we're both doing a lot of stuff on the offtheballnetwork.com. Uh, Rob writes great articles, you know, weekly, if not thank more you, than that. You. Um, he's, you know, doing a really good job. And he's, um, yeah, I don't know, man, me and him's been like, it's been like nine months in the making for us just to do a show, man. Uh, yeah, it's, crazy, it's to think that we probably, we, crazy to think that we probably lived about, you know, 20 minutes max from each other right? just a few years right. ago. That's probably why you know so much about football. That would be my guess. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Rob's kind of a – he's one of our football gurus. He's an all-sports guy like the rest of us, but he's a football guy for sure. So um, uh, we'll get started here, man. Um, the ratings the ratings just came out. Uh, they went, you know, they went 25 through 1. And so we'll start into the surprises and everything. So you let, I'll put them up here. I got a screen share here. Let me get it going. I'm scrambling here, everybody. I promise. Um, we watch ratings just like you. Had to make some graphics and get things going. So uh, be patient with us. And um, there we go. So we'll put those up real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll get some reaction here. How about that? So this is the uh, this is tonight's rankings. Just came out an hour uh, less than an hour ago. So um, you know what? Let's just jump into this, Rob. What what jumped out at you in the top twenty five? Just what what jumped off the page? Why is Georgia so high? Okay, okay. Georgia at number nine, really? I know ESPN loves the SEC, but come on. Yeah. Daniels after, had one good game. Yeah, what one good game. They got, you know, they got rolled by Bama, which, you know, everybody does. But still, if you're going to count that. So I guess that, and not because I'm a high State fan. Everybody, I do, you know, I do the Buckeye remix. Everybody knows I'm a State fan. Mm -hmm. But to argue that, so the Buckeyes dropped, you know, by winning right. the top 10 team. And yet, so Georgia essentially with a couple losses is, is five spots below. And now I'm not saying if they played on a you know neutral field, but that's not how college football works. We both know that. It's, it, right. Goes by, right. it goes by your record. So, yeah, that one there. And so um, to me, there, there, was a, there was a couple – and and I'm a I'm a playoff guy, which you know obviously I you know I root for the Buckeyes, so I kind of look up higher than mm -hmm. um, I need to. Wisconsin still being at 16, I don't really know what they've. If if you're going to have BYU at 14 after everything they've done to prove themselves this year, and, uh, and then you're going to have Wisconsin at 16 and losing to a team that I think I mean I don't know. Northwestern's really good. So Wisconsin beats Michigan, but I think BYU beats Michigan right now that week. So, you know, to have Wisconsin, they've only played three games and they've lost one of them. And to have them at 16, I thought was a little high, but I really don't, 
I really don't care much about that because it's. I think it's irrelevant in the playoff. I mean, it's a miracle for they, they can't get the playoff hunt. Let's put it that. I think I might have even heard they got this week's game canceled. So not even sure if they're going to have enough games to make it. And then um, it was nice to see Coastal Carolina up there. Um, good for them. That I mean, that's that's ridiculously high ranking uh, for a team from Myrtle Beach. So proud of them. I don't. We I think we both know. I, I guess I'll ask you: Do they have any shot? They're undefeated. Do they have any shot of making playoffs? No. I don't want to. I want to put words in your mouth, but they don't, right? So, yeah. uh, so that one that one kind of jumped out. And then the Pac-12 right now. You're you're a West Coast guy now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're out there. What? what it is a tough one. What do they do with the Pac-12 after a couple games in? You got Oregon out there. You know they got they're floating around at 15. Uh, USC's at 18. They're only going to play. I believe they have a five-game schedule. Is that right or six? I think six. Six the most they can play, and they're right. no yeah. no makeup game. So let's face it, all these teams are going to lose a game. Almost every team's already lost a game already, uh, mm-hmm. and they, they don't have any makeup. So we'll we'll say at best they're probably going to be a five and zero Pac-12 team. So here, I'll, I'll, let's start there. What what can can the Pac-12 do anything? What can they do to get in? I anything outside of potentially scheduling BYU now that the Pac-12 got the okay to schedule um, out of conference games, they can maybe schedule BYU, which I know Washington was trying to do uh, rather quickly. They weren't able to get it done, unfortunately. So I think that would have been a good game, but. <clears throat> It's going to be really hard because in a perfect world, let's say Oregon and SC both win out. In mm-hmm. a perfect world, they both went out. They'll meet up in the Pac-12 championship game. Now you're looking at a 6-0 or 7-0, depending on how many regular season games there are, a 7-0 at best Pac-12 champion trying to get in over, you know, a presumably undefeated Alabama, presumably undefeated Ohio State, a one-loss Clemson team. Uh, is my assumption. It's my assumption. Yeah, uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be very hard for the Pac-12 to find a way into these into these rankings this year. I think so too, and I think that Oregon already you know failed a test last week. That I think they needed to look really good. I mean, they're a good team, and I think if a, in a full schedule, you know, they could work their way up there. I just don't know in a shortened schedule if it's enough time. Right. And uh, the only thing I, I I would say about the Pac-12 is that is if the committee just from what I saw tonight, the committee is looking at this like they do every other year, and they're taking everything out of it. And you know, these teams are essentially, you know, might, they might as well be, you know, specimen A, B, C, D, and they're ranking them. Because I really thought that they would take the 2020 craziness into account, and you know, and be like, hey, let's. I, I would rather see an Oregon in in 2020 over two SEC or two ACC or two big 10 supposedly, you know what I mean? But it looks like they're not, it looks like they're going by the board best teams. I mean, if they put Clemson over high state, which I have no problem with that. Um, but if they did that, then they're saying, no, we're looking at how good these teams are and it doesn't matter, which kind of scares me because then I've been beating the drum for weeks. that Texas A&M was dead and they're saying they're not, they're saying if they look better than, another team they can put them in because my argument was you're telling me in 2020, everything these teams have had to go through all these players have had to go through. The fans have had to go through that. You're going to put two teams 
not only from the same conference, but from the same division. And one of them's not even going to go to its conference championship game. And you only got four teams in the playoffs and you're going to do that. To me, that sounded nuts, but man, they're right there. They are, man. They, they got them at number five. So let, let's talk about Texas A&M for a minute, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, no, no. I haven't watched a whole lot of A&M football. They're, they're I mean, good. I know that they're, I know that they're one loss or no, 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 they beat Florida actually, right? Yeah, yeah, they beat Florida and they got right. rolled by Alabama, which yeah, yeah, they have their schedule. Uh, you know, the strength of schedule and all that works in their favor. But what? Wh <laughs> how do you feel as a fan if Texas A&M makes it in and they've already played Alabama, and you've got Texas A&M and Alabama in, and Texas A&M, you know, already lost to Alabama? To me, I feel like, are you kidding me? Like, give BYU. I, I, but I'm not a big fan of BYU. I'm not sold on B, BYU either. Well, no, I'm not I, either. I this is a 20 conversation. True, true. That's what so, I'm saying about. So going back to what you said about taking in the – you thought the committee was going to take into account the whole 2020 craziness. I think they have. Yeah. Colson Carolina is – I don't believe they're a <laughs> you know what? team. That's a great point. They're, they're – I mean – no disrespect. I know it is disrespectful, but I'm saying as far as like I'm with you on a neutral field, I don't think that they beat Auburn, Oklahoma State, right. probably Iowa, probably exactly. not Tulsa. So that's a good point. So I, I think – well, in Cincinnati at seven, I, I don't know in a normal year. See, Cincinnati, I've been saying this all year in my rankings, Cincinnati didn't have – they didn't get a – they didn't get to show themselves against a Power Five, but they also didn't right. have – play one they didn't have to exactly. take a loss to ohio state like they did last mm -hmm. year that's huge exactly. you know yeah, so I, I agree 100 percent. and that's what one thing i've been harping on so much last over the last couple of weeks is as i even tweeted and i think you responded and said you didn't agree that i don't hold this college football season with very much weight at all because we have teams like also care oh you kicked me out because we have teams like Col no, no problem. You got teams like Coastal Carolina at twenty. You got somebody like BYU who, yes, they've looked good in their games, but who have they played realistically? They haven't really. Right. They played Texas State and Alabama A and M, and a few other gimme games. And Cincinnati being a top ten team, I think in a normal non COVID season, Cincinnati would have had to play Ohio State, and they would have got steamrolled. I'm not saying they wouldn't be in the top 25. They probably yeah, – that would have been one of their first two games, and then they would have rallied off all their wins after that. And they have looked good. I'm going to say that they're just a garbage oh, yeah. team. Their defense is very stout. What Luke Fickle's doing in Cincinnati is very good, and I don't believe he's going to be the coach um, in Cincinnati next season. No, he's going I, to I, a Power 5 school next year. Yes, and I'm a, I'm afraid it's going to be in the Big Ten myself. But uh, we'll see. oh no, and and if you remember what I said in your tweet though, is as a Buckeye fan, I think it holds a lot of well, weight. Of you course. take that. Out, you, hey, everything you said right there is totally true, and I totally agree. Except for if it's high State, <laughs> I'm counting it. So I've, it's total hypocritical when it comes to college football. But um, I do agree with what you're saying. Um, it's not a normal – like just like we talked about Oregon, Oregon may not have a chance to play for it. They've got a really good team. Um, but then you also have teams like, okay, let's – you know what? Here we go. Let's talk about Northwestern. Um, you know what? Let's put, let's put a little graphic up here. I've made some banners. We might as well show them off. We're, um, we're in the wrong – we're in the wrong section here. So um, Northwestern, um, I understand they, they look good against the Big Ten teams they played, and there's nothing wrong with being undefeated. 
just like you said, if this is last year, I don't think Northwestern has climbed up to eight yet. That is that is really high uh, for that team. I, I mean, eight is that that that's lofty. I mean, that you're a good yeah. team if you're at eight. I don't know that Northwestern. Like, if we're going to look at it like the way they're showing us here, I don't know if Northwestern is better than. I don't think they're better than Indiana. Um, I don't think they're better than Miami. I think Oklahoma beats them. Like if if we're going by what the committee's telling us, I think right. BYU is going to be a better team when it's all said and done than Northwestern. I don't think they want to play Oregon, but we did see them beat Wisconsin. So, so I thought that was one that jumped out. I think throwing Northwestern in an eight really, really struck me. But we it takes care of itself because – it doesn't matter where Northwestern's ranked. If they're undefeated, they go to the playoffs. Um, assuming Ohio State, you know, doesn't take two losses, even one loss Ohio State, Northwestern beats them and wins out. They're going to the playoffs. So, regardless of where Northwestern is right now, they control their own fate. So, I, I, I kind of marked some of those down. Let me run these by you real quick here. So, as far as controlling your own, I hate to say destiny because that's not the right term, controlling your own path to the playoffs. I got Bama, of course. We know if Bama wins out there, Notre Dame wins out there. Same with Clemson. Whoever wins that, you know, whoever wins that game is in for sure. OSU wins out, they're in. Um, I don't think uh, Texas AM is in that category. Uh, Florida wins out there in because they get a shot at Alabama, which is why I constantly have them ahead of Texas AM, even though Texas AM beat them. Uh, Florida, if they got one loss and beat Alabama, they're going to the playoffs. Like, sorry, True. everybody. Sorry, Texas A&M fans. And Northwestern is on that list. If they go undefeated and beat Ohio State, they're in. And then uh, that's all I have for the, like, control their own thing. Only six teams really, you know, are in charge of their own uh, path. So unless you um, think somebody else is, let, you tell me. I think potentially North Carolina, because they have a big game against Notre Dame coming up. You know what? Knock off Notre Dame. Thank you for bringing that up. I have overlooked that all week, and that would be ginormous for them. And then mm-hmm. they could. I haven't looked at the standings. Can they? Can they get a shot at Clemson if they beat Notre Dame? I don't know if they can work because it's ACC is taking the top two teams. There's not divisions this year, so I think. All, oh, there's not divisions this year. No, I don't believe so. I believe it's just the top two teams out of like whatever that whatever played this year, ten or twelve teams. I don't think there's divisions. We can um, let me look up the standings here. Let's see if we're clear on that because you could you could be on to something. I'll stop the screen share here. Yeah, everybody's just this is what it looks like behind the behind the scenes, everybody. It's uh it's madness. So um yeah, we'll take a we'll take a look here. I'll uh, I got a new tab. We'll, we'll look at the ACC standings. I'm pretty sure yeah, that this weird year that um that it goes by the top two teams. So I don't know if North Carolina. So there we go. It just yeah. See they just I don't think there's sides to the conference. But let's look yeah. here. I think I'm wrong. I really do. But however, <clears throat> however, if from right now what I'm looking at, it's all okay. just one conference. There's no divisions. North Carolina has games against Notre Dame and Miami. Oh, okay, that is huge. Oh, wow! I, I, so you so brought up if a they real, beat both. So that, if they beat both huge. teams. That puts them in the ACC championship game, and you know somehow, some way, they're able to beat North Carolina. Uh, it's still going to be hard being a two-loss team, especially being a two-loss North Carolina. They're team. not dead. Two. They're not dead. I like yeah, that. They're not completely dead. 
Couch Coach Live would love that. He's somewhere. He's smiling somewhere, getting ready for his show. I can tell you that. That's yeah. that's interesting. And I like that North Carolina team. So I get. We'll know after this weekend. They'll get their shot at Notre Dame. And I also put that down as that's a good win for Notre Dame. I mean, that just solidifies where they're at. If they beat North Carolina, right? Like they are locked into that two spot until they play Clemson, and then whatever happens after that, right? For sure. I like that. Let's see here. So let's look at. What's some other ones here? Let's look at uh, we did what the, so let's see, let's put that back up. I know it's confusing here, man. We're 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 on the fly. Um, like Iowa State, I don't know what to make of them at 13. I know they're they're having a good season in the in the, you know the uh, big 12, but I don't know where they can really go from there. I don't know how high they can climb. Um, I think they're just kind of stuck there. I think they should be happy to be 13. And they're having a good season. I don't see any path, any I don't see any path for them or Oklahoma to climb in there because of the things you said about North Carolina, those two teams don't have. Um, but I mean they're not dead, but they're in really, really big trouble. So then you got um like Indiana, what they need. Here, let's go to this. I got another slide here. This will break it down a little bit more if I can find it. I hope I get the right one. That's this is mine. We'll go to that. There we go. So here are the teams that I have deemed that can possibly make it. I mean, I'm talking like no matter how much help they need, I've only got 12 teams that I think can 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 realistically make it. And uh, we talked about a few of them. Uh, North Carolina, I didn't put on there. I, they, I might do that. Well, I'll, you know what? I think I'll just wait till next week. <laughs> we'll see what they do against Notre Dame, right. and then we'll have. So um, you know, Texas A&M. The most of them are obvious. Uh, Miami. Okay, let's talk about Miami a little bit. Um, what, what, what they need to happen is <laughs> so they don't play Notre Dame. They already lost to Clemson. So essentially, Miami needs need they need North Carolina to beat Notre Dame, and they need Clemson to lose. A, really, they need either Notre Dame or Clemson to lose somehow a couple times, and then they could climb into that championship game. And when they're ranked high enough, they just they just can't. They're kind of like Texas A&M. I, they're gonna. The committee would have to look at them and and jump them at the last minute. And I just don't. I don't know if they're that good. And I just don't know. When I looked at Clemson, let's see here. So I looked at um. So Clemson's remaining schedule: Pitt, Virginia Tech, who could give them a problem. Um, and then they got the ACC championship game. And then I looked at Notre Dame. They got the UNC game, which I circled because that's points for Notre Dame. They got North Carolina State, Wake Forest. Those teams aren't pushovers anymore, so they're actually good wins for Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame can yeah, – I mean, they're, they're locked in at two. And then they got, you know, ACC championship game if, you know, everything goes right. Um, right. It's just the path for Miami is desperate. Let's put it that way. Um, I, as, as good as they are. I, I I'm not sure. I just don't. I don't know if I see it. Because it, it all comes down to what happens this Saturday with North Carolina and Notre Dame. Yeah, that's if a North Carolina is able to beat them, and then Miami is able to turn around and beat North Carolina. That puts them in the driver's seat for the ACC title game against Clemson. Yeah, that's a that's so a, that, you're they, right. That's they a, have giant. an outside chance. Will it happen? I don't think so because I don't. Right. I don't see Notre Dame beating – or I don't see North Carolina beating Notre Dame this weekend. But, you know, you never know. Well, that's like – if you look at here – and then and then you may start looking at logistics. Like Alabama 
assuming they don't lose before the title game, they're they're not falling. They lose the title game, they're still in. Uh, that's just a plain and simple. So then that's when we start. And what I said earlier is if if Clemson and Florida win that title game, assuming there's no losses before that, then that's when we just got it's going to be Armageddon because Florida's in, Alabama's in, Clemson's in, and then you're going to have a one loss Notre Dame with one of the best uh, your best schedule in the, in the country, that's when you're going to have some, that's when you really got some problems, you know, and then let's assume a high state's already won out or whoever the big 10 is went undefeated. So now you, those three spots are guaranteed. So then now you've got, do, do you put Alabama in? Do you, uh, it's, that's when it's going to be a mess. And then that eliminates, I mean, your Cincinnati's, your, you know, Miami's for sure. Your BYU's Oregon's they have zero chance. If Alabama loses that game, they're, they're, they're out like plain and simple. They're they're all Alabama fans right now. They need that to keep rolling because then you eliminate Florida, you know, because they'll have two losses. Right. The, I think the most chaos I can see happening is Ooh, everything yeah. is everything staying the top four staying as it is. Alabama wins out. Um, Clemson beats Notre Dame in a very very close game, and Ohio State wins out because Ooh. if you're looking at the close Notre game Dame losing to a super losing in a super close game where they prove they are one of the top four teams in the country. Absolutely. They can just flip and both teams can still get in. Yep. And so now you have, you know, yeah, you have that one spot left. Um, and then see, that's when you, we talked about AM. Like I, I have been like, oh, they'll never do that with AM and put them in. I mean, they're the same division. That drives me crazy. But I'm not saying they're not a better team. Sometimes it, it is what it is. And then, so then that's when you start having the argument then, but then, okay. Say, let's, let's say in your, in your chaos scenario, I like this. So at this point we would have Florida out of it with two losses. So Texas A&M is Texas A&M is sitting there at five and technically four. And then Cincinnati is right behind them. So now the committee has to have an argument between Cincinnati and Texas A&M, which me and you both, I think me and you both know who is going to be favored if those two played. I mean, Texas A&M is probably a better team. But Texas A&M already lost to Alabama earlier in the year. So what what do you think they do? Do you think they put the second SEC team, team in, or do you think they give Cincinnati a shot? I, I think they keep the second SEC team in. I do, too. I really do. And, 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 I, and I feel bad to say it about Cincinnati, but, again, I'm not sold on them. I don't think they're a top-10 team. Um, yeah, I would three. like – Right, they're definitely not a top four team, and I don't think they're a top ten team either. Yeah, I think that, but the committee does. So that's that's what we're talking. Like, I I agree with you. So you know, the, we also have to take into account that Cincinnati has potentially two games against Tulsa. They play them in the regular yes, season, and Tulsa they'll most likely meet up in the in the whatever the AAC conference championship. Game. AAC, yeah, yeah. Since so, I changed the conference every year. So it's right. So that could raise some chaos. But I do think the committee will still, in that scenario, the committee will still keep the two SEC teams in. One, Man. because it's a higher pedigree of conference. And two, I mean, let's face it, money. Yes. More people are going to want to see two SEC teams other than rather than, you know, since an AAC team in there. Okay. So let's, let's, let's get into this a little bit. I like, I like this scenario. I like where you're, I like where your head's at. You're um, analytical guy here. So now let's, what would their dream scenario be? Like 
okay, in your scenario, we got Alabama, we got um, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Ohio State. Um, and so we're, if we drop one of these – how do they avoid who does the committee want to jump over Texas A&M? Florida's already going to be gone. We don't, you know, we talked about Cincinnati. Northwestern would already have been gone. Georgia, no way. Miami couldn't be there because they wouldn't have made it. So, like, who can they are, – I mean, are we looking clear down to BYU jumping all the way up? Or, I mean, you, you know, there's no way you can tell me this Oklahoma team can make it. And we've already just eliminated all these. I mean, by, I'm going by the committee's rankings. Like – what do they want to happen? Like they would want Oregon. Is this where Oregon comes into play? Are they going to, would they jump? Like, I don't know what it, they do. It de- so here's, so Oklahoma <laughs> has looked really good since their two losses. They look really Spencer good. Rattler has played much, much better. His decision-making has been much better. Yeah. They blew out Oklahoma state, which was, you know, supposed to be a close game. It was not. So I, if you have if you have to drop one of them out and going down the list by process <laughs> of elimination yeah i mean oklahoma assuming they continue to look good and continue, and spencer riley continue plays at the level that he's been playing yeah so that's a logical one again byu cuz so the problem with teams like cincinnati this year is and most years like ucf in the past is being a, a non-power five. BYU yeah. is even behind them in being an independent. Mm. At least Cincinnati already had set teams that they could play. Yeah. BYU kind of had a scramble and figure out, all right, what teams are able to play, who can travel, who can we travel to? So they're even further behind the ball. And I think that's why Notre Dame finally made the jump and said, all right, ACC will we'll be a part of you because they know it helps them. That's yeah, the because they would have had them a lot. That's yeah, a good they would have been in the same boat. They'd had to play that junk schedule. Um, man, that's, that's what I mean. They, to me, the committee, to, in my opinion, has painted themselves in a corner uh, with Texas A and M. I, I really think they have, and with Georgia and Northwestern. I mean, if they could have, but so, yeah, that's crazy. So I mean, they really. So now, like, we really talk about it. I mean, I mean, we're really to like here and. You know, we're like we're down to maybe seven teams that. <laughs> I right. mean, we're looking, somehow we're looking in here now. If you have I'm, a high state, if you have high state lose and then beat North, you know, Northwestern, no Big Ten teams getting in, or, or you're going to have an Ohio State argument. Um, you know, that's always going to have an Ohio State. You're argument. always going to have that, yeah. If they have a one loss, so then you're going to have high state, Texas A and M. You know, Florida can't lose just one. Um, they can, or or they'll be in. So it just gets kind of crazy down there. Like, I don't really think Indiana can work their way back in. Uh, maybe they would need a high state to lose twice, I believe. And that seems unlikely in three games for a high state to lose twice. Not saying it can't. I don't feel like they will. Um, right. So, you know, you know, we talked about it a minute ago. So, so let's look at, so um, I'll show you mine here. And I kind of, the way I do mine is mine is more of a chances to make it scenario more than a, a ranking oops went one too far so that can go away anytime now um there it goes so um you know i've got you know i had basically the same so i've got florida at four because i do mine basically on who has the chances you know to get in 
but once again, you can see I, I got A&M down there at eight. I did not think the committee would do that. I got Florida there because if they win, they're in, guaranteed. They need no help. <laughs> they're going to win out. They play the best team in the country. They beat them. They're in. And Clemson the same way. I put them at five because they got a lot, you know, they got a, a recent loss. And I punished them a little because we haven't seen Trevor Lawrence in three games. I know how good he is, but we haven't seen him in three games. I know it's, you know, it's not his fault. It's not what whatever it is, but it's hard to judge a team when you haven't seen their starting quarterback in three games. I, I, that's just the reality of it. But um, I'm sure they'll be fine. And, uh, you know, I got the Bearcats up there because of what we all we, we talked about, not knowing they would put A&M so high. And then um, I got to, I had the Cougars a seven for the same reason because I really, really banked on the committee. We talked about it, the 2020 scenario. Like, let's, let's try to force uh, somebody, and especially a, a season without fans. I'm like, hey, they don't have to worry about the gate. They don't have to worry about the high state fans filling a stadium for the first. You know, that's always a factor in these games. Like, no, if a high state's you know at five, let's get them in because they're going to bring eighty thousand people into our city. Right. That's out this year, so I thought this is the year to let another team in because it's all TV eyeballs, and you know we're going to watch. I think we're you know I think people are going to watch the playoffs. So I apparently I was wrong though. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. I don't. I, I don't I'm not wrong yet. This is the first week. And then, of course, I got Northwestern because of the same reason. And I got Oregon just because I think they might want to keep the Pac-12 alive as long as they can. But I did not see the Oklahoma, you know, them being that high. I got them – I don't even have them on, like – I had them on my, you know, time of death list. So, you know, what, what do I – I think they gave a lot of teams credit for their most recent games. Would you agree? Yeah. Because I agree that Oklahoma is great, but usually – they just go by wins and losses, but maybe this year they're, you know, they're they're not doing that, which is which is something different. And that's the that's the good thing and bad thing about when we finally left the BCS system. Everybody wanted a playoff system and a playoff committee because you know you have that human element. And now a lot of people, you know, us included, are arguing about the human <laughs> element. Yeah, you know, exactly. do you watch the games? And I'm sure they do watch the games. They don't watch them all live. I'm sure they go back and rewatch sure. them. But they're, I'm sure they're still watching the game. Oh yeah, I think so so. I, I understand Obviously. people's frustration and why they're so upset that BYU was so low. But being realistic, if we look at BYU's schedule, they played. They started off with Navy, Troy, Louisiana Tech, University of, University of Texas, and San Antonio. Houston, Texas I'm State. Laughing at you, who, you with you. <laughs> Texas State, Western Kentucky. The, the biggest name that they played is probably Boise. And I think they were on their third string quarterback when they played them. And yes. then North Alabama. They have one more game against San Diego State. So it's you know what you've talked me. I, I had a, you've talked me in, you've talked me into it, Cruz. BYU's done. I'm not, they're off my yeah. list. You've talked me into it. That's official. When my rankings come out next week, BYU's done. Um, I looked at it today, too, and tried to find a good win on there. And I'm not knocking them. They really are a good team. It's not They're, their they're winning by huge margins with the exception oh, yeah, of the, the UTSA game. But, they're winning by huge margins. But when we talk football, and I know you're 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 an on-the-field reality, X's and O's guys, we both know that not playing against – Big time power five defensive and offensive lines and secondaries. You don't get as many injuries. You don't get wore out. It's a whole different ball game. Like if a high right. state played that schedule, yeah, at the end of the year they'd be really healthy. 
You know, you know, I mean, it, there is something mm-hmm. to that. You cannot take out of, you can't take that out of the equation. Like you can't look at point differential, you know, and, and that's what a lot of people are doing. And like, no, you got to factor in like that Indiana game that, you know, high state played the other day was harder than any game that BYU will play this year. And, and, and you take injuries and you take hits and, or, or whatever, like Alabama played Texas A&M. I don't care how bad they beat them that you still got to hit. Like these are, these are grown men, NFL players, and you're risking injury and you're dinged up. And that's a huge factor when they, when you talk about these schedules. So uh, yeah, you've talked into it, man. They're, they're off the, they're off the 12. They're they're not in the 12 anymore. Um, I just, I don't, I don't see it, but they, but they're good. I mean, I'll, I'll watch the bowl game and I hope they, you know, they hope they play against an SEC team and, We'll see what happens. I'm I'm totally for it. Like I'm, I'm a college football fan. I'll watch everything. Um, so, before we get out of here, g- give me give me your um, give me your guess. What is the final four going to be? And you can you can give Alabama, me the read or whatever. It'll be Alabama one because I believe they're going to win out. They just they've looked too good this year. Clemson at two. Great. So you got got Clemson beating Notre Dame, I assume. Yes, because so Notre Dame beat them in two overtimes with no Trevor Lawrence. Right. And And no no disrespect to DJ. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Oh, man. Only (laughs) I I can do it when I concentrate, but I don't want to disrespect him. Uh, right, not 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 like this. He he was great at Matter Day. I loved watching him in high school or not not Matter Day. I'm I oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's never going to see this. He went to St. John Bosco's. Yeah. He's never going to see this, but in the chance he does, Ooh. I apologize, sincerely apologize. I would never mean to disrespect you like that. Uh, he went to St. John Bosco's. Uh, he was great in high school. He played great in that game. Oh, he's awesome. But here's what here's what but, I'll say real, real quick to remind people about that game. We haven't watched every show. You're right on it. I just want to reiterate that when you look at his stats – a lot of people say, well, they look just like Lawrence's. But if you look at the drive chart, I think they settled for five field goals that night. And he pitched a defensive touchdown. Trevor Lawrence doesn't do that. And you're talking a right. game that went double overtime. If, yep. if, tre- if two of those are converted to touchdowns instead of field goals, that's eight points. And we don't go into overtime. And if he doesn't fumble, there's another seven. You got a 15-point swing on – because of the quarterback and he's great and he's probably going to be in the playoffs next year, but you are hundred percent right. That is Notre Dame played great, but the Trevor Lawrence was a huge difference. Don't just look at the yards people and, and think that there wasn't a difference. Right. There, there was an actual game played. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Ohio state three and Notre Dame four. Cause I still think Notre Dame is still a good team. I yes. just think that, the that ACC title game is going to be close, and Notre Dame's going to make a case that they are one of the best four teams in the country. I, so I think I, Notre Dame and, and Notre Dame's going to fall to four, OSU up to three, and Clemson and stays I at think, two. And I think this is the committee and college football and ESPN's perfect. This is their four that they want. They want this yeah. to happen just like you. This would be – I mean, it would be great. Okay, so – Actually, this is the one we had, what, three years ago, right? 
Or no, it didn't make it. It was Oklahoma made it. And Oklahoma and Notre Dame went that year. It wasn't Ohio State. Um, Notre Dame was. So I'll pin you down on this one. Who's the fifth team? Who's the who's the odd man out? Who's the, what's the biggest argument going to be? A and M? Is it Cincinnati? I think it's going to end up being Cincinnati. You think they're they think they're going to wind up five? I think they're going to win out. I think they're going to yeah. beat Tulsa both times, and they're going to be left out just on basis of playing in the AAC. Uh, yeah, I I think I totally agree with you on this list. Um, I, I would be, I could, I could make something up and say that I don't, but I, I really think Bam is winning out, um, which, and I think Clemson wins out and I, I think Ohio state wins out. I can't say they won't win out. There's nothing, there's nothing on their schedule to say they won't win. I don't care how bad they're playing. Maybe I have them at, I guess, um, in theory. So the only, the only thing I could see changing, I agree with yours actually, the only thing I could see being different is if Notre Dame gets pounded by Clemson, which I don't think so, but I'm saying an if. The only difference I could see is maybe Notre Dame drops out and they push Texas A&M in. I really don't think that's going to happen, um, and I don't want it to happen. But I I got Texas A&M as the fifth team, and I don't know why. I don't know why they want them up there. I don't. Um, but but what what if how about this though? What if? Notre Dame and Clemson both went out, and Notre Dame goes and beats Clemson a second time. Are you going to put a two-loss Clemson, two Clemson team over A&M? I'm glad you brought this up. That They would have to completely ignore the first loss. Um, th- I love this question, what happens if Clemson loses twice, and that's why I've got them number five on mine. Um, you know, right here, that's, that's exactly why. That scenario is why I've got a number five, because – of that exact scenario. No, I think they're out. I think if they lose to Notre Dame, they're out because I don't think you can justify putting a two loss ACC team in there when they only played, you know, one good team twice. And if they lose to them both times, especially with Trevor Lawrence, that, that's all the difference. Yeah. If they, and obviously right. if they, don't, if they don't have Trevor Lawrence, they're not getting in anyway. So either way they can't lose and, and be in. I don't think now see. Okay. So let me run this one by here's one more scenario. So I think in so let, I'll answer your question. Sorry. So if Clemson loses to Notre Dame, Clemson's out, and then I think I think you put I, I think Texas A&M gets in by going by what the committee is showing, not by what mm-hmm. I think. I, I that drives right. me. I'm insane about this. And so I'll give you okay. So I'm going to throw one back at you. The other one. Okay. What happens if Florida, Florida beats Bama? You. I don't care. I don't even think so, it matters how they beat them. I don't so care if they Florida beat them. Beats, so Florida beats Bama. And it's not controversial. Like it's a solid beating. Uh, we'll say 14 points, everybody's healthy. 10 points, everybody's healthy. You obviously have to put them in over AM. Mm-hmm. I know AM beat Florida head to head, but Florida got has that the Florida's common going opponent. In the ACC. And it's all going to come down to what happens in the ACC title game. Who wins okay. and how badly they win. Right. Okay, so w- let's do this. Well, I think we know the answer, but uh, Clemson and Florida both win. So you got Bama and Notre Dame for the fourth spot. We're so we're all assuming the Buckeyes are in, which I is probably irresponsible. We'll go through that no, scenario. I, I, we'll do the Big Ten scenario next. How about that? Okay. 
But I, because I think we're assuming it's going to be Northwestern Ohio State. So if we just say Big Ten, it kind of takes care of that spot, right? True. Do we, unless you think Northwestern will lose before that. I don't have any idea of how good they are. So we'll say a Big Ten team's in. And then, um, yeah, well, let's say that you got to decide between Alabama and Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame's or Notre Dame's going to have the Clemson win. Bama's going to have every other win. They they thumped Georgia. They thumped uh, Texas A&M. You know, played a decent schedule, and they've still got a couple. They got Auburn left. They got number twenty three Auburn, I believe. Auburn's twenty three. That's this week. The Iron Bulls this week. True. So I've got Alabama over Notre Dame. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. So now we got Florida, Clemson, Big Ten, and Alabama. So now we've got two SEC teams in again. It's it's so hard to avoid when they put them up that high, man. And and that's why they do it. The ESPN yeah. know loves exactly. the SEC, and they want as many SEC and teams they, as possible. If they could put all four in, they would. They probably would. They could make it an all four SEC uh, college football player. They would absolutely. But here's what I hate. Here's what they do when they do that. And then there's there's this weird scenario, dude. I'll take you down. You want to talk about chaos? Let's say I don't know. Let's say some reason. Like let's say Northwestern loses next week, and then they beat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. They're not going to put Northwestern in the playoffs with one loss. So now you might have. You can in theory have some weird scenario where you got Florida and Bama with one loss. And Clemson and Notre Dame with one loss. Now, you couldn't possibly put just two conferences in, but they would be the four best teams in the country. Is that insane or what? They would be the four highest-ranked teams. I mean, yeah, you, you can always make the argument, no matter what happens with Clemson, you can make the argument that they're one of the best teams in the country. Yeah. No matter what happens with Ohio State, you can make the argument they're one of the four best teams in the country. I just don't but think yeah, that – I think if Ohio State loses, they're out. I don't think that they can take a loss. Be, just because of their schedule. Like, who are you going to pin your hopes on? I guess if Indiana looks great. But, I mean, the best team they have left to possibly play is Northwestern Wildcats. Let's just say it out loud. I don't see that putting them in at one loss over over an SEC team. I just don't see it. And, you know, if they lose, if they lose to one of these teams coming up, it's not going to look pretty. You know what I mean? They're, if they lose to Michigan State, Michigan – Illinois or Northwestern, it's not a good loss. Like, there's just no way they can take a good loss. Yeah. So I think Big Ten has to win out. But let's say they don't. I mean, all of a sudden, you might have two conferences have four top teams ranked. And then if you throw A&M, that's still there. So now the only thing that can stop it is if you squeeze a Cincinnati up in there. <laughs> and now you've got, let's say, some combination of Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama, Cincinnati. What a weird <laughs> sounding playoff that is. So then would would you have to put in an unbeaten Cincinnati over a one loss non conference champion? I, I I guess. I, I don't know what I mean their rankings have said they would, so yeah, I mean, but how could you like let's say Notre Dame loses, you can't drop them below Cincinnati. You can't drop Alabama below Cincinnati. Right. Like you would literally have to just say, we don't want, 
you know, just two conferences in there and we're, we're putting Cincinnati in instead of, let's say, Notre Dame. You would just have to say that out loud. There's no reasoning for it other than that. So I don't, I, I mean, but going back to the original point, I think it's Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. Yeah. I, I really do. But then you still have a rematch. I hate rematches in the playoffs. Like you're going to have the re, you could have, in theory, you could have Notre Dame and Clemson play three times this year. Three times. That's insane. That's we, we didn't sign up for this. There's 132 teams, man. You're right. I, you're absolutely right. But there's no way A&M's getting in unless Alabama loses twice. Because right. they're going to have to be SEC champions to be able to get in. <laughs> yep. It, it's going to be tough. It's, the, the committee did paint themselves in a corner they, this they year. They sure did, didn't they? But I will, as critical as I am of them most years, especially for putting Coastal Carolina in there. They they do have a very tough job this year. It is oh, very yeah. hard is. to to judge these teams when some teams have played nine games, some teams have played three games, some teams have looked okay in their nine games, and some teams have looked absolutely amazing in their three games. Yeah. So they do have a tough, tough job this year. And you so know that I, there's, I, there's going to be more canceled. Like, we know that this isn't going to yeah. play out perfectly. And that's going to, that'll throw, like, say Auburn, Alabama gets canceled. Well, then all of a sudden now you don't play that. Or say, I mean, they, I mean, a conference championship game could get canceled, man. I mean, what do you do? <laughs> what do you, it's true. It's going to happen, but that's why, we, hey, it's why we do what we do. We don't, we don't worry about tomorrow. We, we react on today. We're, we're, yeah. uh, we're sports podcasters. We're not, uh, exactly. There's nothing logical here. There's no, there's no logic here. Not on Cruise Absolutely Island. Absolutely not. Hey, hey, there's logic on Cruise Island, all right? Hey, hey. I have stuff to back it up. Hey, no, you you uh yeah, you you've been on a, a torrid run lately. I can't I cannot argue with you. You bring up you're provocative. Your show is provocative. Everybody go check out Cruise's work. His show is his show and his work is provocative. Um he does not pull any punches. Uh, he is. He does not play. He's not uh, play both sides of the fence. Nope. Nope. But that's what we love about him. All right, man. Um, I think that was good. How you feel about this? I always feel good about getting on shows. I've yeah, been, I've been down a couple of weeks, but uh, I feel good. I'm three for three well, this I'm week. Glad, I did one. I'm glad you're feeling better. I can't. You know, pretty soon you'll be back in the confines of your studio. Uh, football and chill studio, a, a beautiful uh, layout that you have there. Um, I appreciate you coming on once again. Everybody, uh, go check out Rob. You can see right there, FNC Pod um, on uh, Twitter. Uh, go to Off the Ball Network and look at all the stuff he does. It's really cool. Um, you know, Rob. You know, you tell him anything else you you want him to know, buddy. Uh, football intro podcast is my Instagram and my Facebook. Um, like you said, I'm not in my studio. I'm not in my office right now, uh, but I will be soon. So definitely be on the lookout for a lot of dope content. Definitely um, going to be on a lot more shows coming up. For those of you that don't know, I did have COVID, so I was out for a couple of weeks. I wasn't doing a whole lot. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm starting my move back up, uh, up to Washington, up to my house. So I'm going to have everything. Um, I'm going to have everything I need, and it's going to be dope. It's going to be fun, and I look forward to uh, getting on a lot more shows with you, Jeff. 
Oh yeah. I, I, I so appreciate it, man. This was great. Yeah, you're a great football mind and um, it's been a long time coming. So uh, everything came together for this. Um, you, as usual, you were prepared and you know, you came with it. And um, once again, everybody go to Off the Ball Network. Check out everything we're doing. Uh, a lot of great stuff on there. If you're an NBA fan, um, hockey, we got some, you know, we got some hockey writers on there. Uh, we got some draft. There's so much stuff going on right now. I can't even keep up with it. It's a lot of fun. Of course, you know, Jeff Needs Sports is where you can always find me. And, um, you know, you can always <laughs> you can always catch us here if you go to the uh, Off the Off the Ball Network Facebook page. Uh, we put all of our live broadcasts on there so you can catch everything in one spot. Got a lot going on. Um, it's a lot of fun. I appreciate everybody who watched tonight, everybody who listens. Be kind to each other, and um, we will see you next week.